for a while now, I have been warning on multiple episodes that fire and ash is coming to the United States of America. And I've been warning for you pastors and churches out there that fire and ash is mainly coming to you. And there has been a warning to everybody in the United States of America that it is coming and it's coming to you. Yes, there was a church in Massachusetts over the past few days had a service. The service was let out and then within one hour was struck by lightning and then burned to ash. So hot that not even the firefighters, the first responders, could even put water on it until it burned to the ground. However, it's not what you think. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Island Podcast. Yes, I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and that is just a snippet of what I am going to talk about, and it's going to be a whole broad, a whole perspective on one specific thing that is going on in the United States of America that I don't truly believe, nor do I think that others are really understanding what is about to happen and what exactly it is. Because it actually says it in the Bible of what type of thing this is exactly going on right now in the United States. But before we get into it, yes, I have to say this. Go, everybody, go to rss.com forward slash podcast that's podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s forward slash the island go ahead and go there and you can go ahead and catch up on all my previous episodes listen to everything you want to listen to you can also find me somewhere on the i believe it's twitter and the other thing what is the other thing rumble yes i do have a rumble page also and i will let you know what all of that information is at the end of this specific podcast. Now, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's go ahead and start with exactly what I said in the very beginning of this episode. This church in Massachusetts that burned to a crisp. Why did they burn to a crisp? Apparently, before they got struck by lightning, this church got struck by lightning and burned down to the ground, complete ashes. They had a pastor go up in there and this is a gay pastor and he went up in there and completely he didn't just butcher a bunch of verses in the bible but he on purposely mocked god and then had a prayer calling god and not the father but the mother and he thought it was funny you should go ahead and look this up It is all the rave right now going on and how people are coming out saying that this church was burned down because of the judgment of God. Yes, I do believe that. And I'm not going to say maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I am going to tell you exactly what I believe and think. This church was burned to a crisp because of this pastor and who how he was leading people 
down a path that one is not scripturally correct and then two mocking god i don't know about you but the last time i checked god's own word says he is not one to be mocked so i hope people are starting to understand in seeing these warnings that i am seeing that i've been saying for over a year now this stuff is coming and the united states if we do not turn from these ways of immorality of leading people down the wrong path of this this selfishness if we don't turn from this we will completely be burned to a crisp this is the warning and i've also been saying there's been other warnings also i've said it in the last episode the smoke toxic fumes from the fire coming out of canada that's only the beginning these are warnings saying that there is a judgment that's going to fall upon this nation and many will die many will if we do not get this corrected and by corrected i mean you turn from all of your immoralness your own sins and repent ask god for forgiveness he is a merciful god however he's not one to be trifled with and i think that's where a lot of people make their mistake they think that the way he is loving is the way that they are loving but I don't think you understand this. He is neither one of a human who thinks in that capacity. He doesn't think like us. So when he says love, it's not the way that we are thinking love is. You must understand that. Because unlike this pastor who doesn't believe God will judge you, God will literally destroy everything. Because the Bible does say fear him. And a lot of people like to take that out of context and content and put their own doctrine on it. But if you go through the Bible, you will understand he is one to be feared. You don't play around with him. You don't mock him. You don't joke around. He is not one to be trifled with. Now, with that being said, am I going to go on a, a complete tirade? Of homosexuality and that immoral practice not really I will throw that in this episode but not really because what I am going to be talking about is the church the church of Laodicea the Laodicean people that congregation that's what I will be talking about because that is exactly the United States of America. That is that church. We are that church. What is my proof? I'll just straight up read it for you. And you tell me if I'm wrong. So he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And the angel of the church of the Laodicean write, These things says Amen. The faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. 
I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. This is where it truly starts to get interesting. I'm just, I'm just warning you right now. I am letting you know right now this is where it gets interesting. Because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire that you may be rich with white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see as many as I love I rebuke and chastise therefore be zealous and repent now this is exactly where the United States of America, the Church of the United States of America, is at. As you can see, there are many churches out there, and I've said it multiple times, where all you are, all you are, is a motivational seminar. That's all you are. You motivate people to go do whatever, but you do not you do not make them feel uncomfortable in their sin, but you make them feel very comfortable in their sin. And then you motivate them to go back out there and keep sinning. And you make them feel good while they sin, telling them that God loves them as who they are, when that is 100% false. That is not true. And then you sit back and say, look at everybody that's coming in my doors, that's coming and sitting on my pews. We are very prosperous in this church. However, you refuse to truly dive into the word of God. And yes, even as a pastor, it will make you yourself feel very uncomfortable. But it is not that of which you should be afraid of. Because you should also speak on the things that make even you feel uncomfortable as a pastor. Because actually, we all know this, nobody's perfect. However, if you are making people feel comfortable in their sin, comfortable in their immorality, and that is not just homosexuality, that is even you, pastor, who's sleeping with five different women in your church, you person on stage who is singing and who is gay at the same time, and then you want to turn around and sleep with other people that are in your choir. The entire church is completely messed up from top all the way down to the bottom. And then you want to have these sermons that motivate people to keep doing what they are doing, and then you want to tell them that God will meet them there in their own place, that God will meet them in the club, which is somewhat true. But do you really want God to meet you in the club? 
Because if he meets you in the club, it might not be how you want him to see you. And he might do exactly what his word says and vomit you out and spew you out of his own mouth and burn you to a crisp like he did a church. You must be very, very careful. These are not lives you can play around with if you are a pastor. You are supposed to lead them, lead them to salvation so that God may lead them to righteousness for his name's sake. This is what you should be doing. But instead, you sit back and you want to have these magnificent, spectacular, motivational seminars inside the church. You want to have these concerts, these plays, these these movies where people will say, oh my gosh, that was so magnificent. Bright lights, smokescreen, but yet you refuse to truly sit there and ask yourself and then pray to God and ask, please, instead of sending more people to sit in the pews at the very least send the Holy Spirit so when people come in to sit in the pews they feel the need to change and repent of their sins even I as the pastor you see there are a lot of things that's leading this nation straight to fire And I remember telling my wife, told her, we went to New Orleans. And I said it specifically in these words, because we ran into some street ministers. And I said, after talking to them, I said to my wife, it's going to be because of people like them, where the entire city of New Orleans will burn to a crisp. Because it's not that they won't tell you about God, but they will turn a blind eye to the ones who truly need him, to the ones who are homeless, to the ones who are thirsty, the ones who need him. They will turn a blind eye to that person, that in particular person, and that is exactly what we are doing in the church inside the United States. Turn a blind eye to what truly is going on. And then we want to sit here and condone sinful behavior. We want to sit here and condone homosexuality. And then mock all the other scriptures saying that there are people in the church who want to make fun of homosexuality, but they have their own problems, blah, blah. Let's get this straight. Last I checked, yes, all of that is sin. But last I've checked, God says homosexuality, immoral sexual sin in all is an abomination to him. And that's what you want to condone in your church. That is what you want in your church. And then you want to turn around and say, we want them to come in and we want them to feel the love, but yet you don't want them to change from their sinful behavior. Yes, love all. However, eventually, are you 
loving the person or are you starting to love their sinful behavior also? Because if you keep diving into it in the book of Proverbs, it says, I quote, it says, the beginning of wisdom is hatred toward all evil. And last I checked, an abomination is evil. So are you going to hate the sin and help the person change out of that sin or are you going to make them feel comfortable and just say love is love because last i checked love is not love a lot of people especially in the united states they they get it confused with the wrong four letter l word the real word you're looking for is lust people lust over a lot of different things and they confuse it with love so that is exactly what I am going to be talking about in this specific episode on the Island Podcast. Not just homosexuality, but mainly the church in the United States and where we are headed. I've been saying this for years, and I'm sorry to be a, a broken record repeating myself over and over and over and over again. However, it's the truth. I've been saying it for well over a year now. Go back and check through all of my episodes. This nation will burn every state. And it won't be because of the sinful people. It will be because of the ones who were supposed to be called to spread the word of God to everybody. And instead of spreading God's word, which is the kingdom of God, instead of spreading the true gospel, they want to manipulate, lie, and tell you everybody is going to be prosperous. God wants you to be rich. There's a... A, I, I want to say it's a net, it might be a Netflix special or if it's an FX special. It's going to be out on TV. Because Hollywood, oh my goodness, Hollywood cannot seem to get enough of a church that is going to be in ruins. It's, it's, it's all the rage right now. It is. It's all the rage. They've been making movies, mocking God. I believe there's this one movie that just came out uh, not a few months ago called Honk for Jesus, something like that, and it's a comedy. Never went to go see it. It, it, it just looked disgusting, despicable, blasphemous. Hollywood can't get enough. Not only that, but at the same time of Hollywood mocking Jesus Christ, they're promoting Satan. Everywhere you go, that is a fact. No one can dispute that. And now, like I said, there's this special coming out of the Church Hill song. You know, everyone's favorite music out there. And I've always cautioned people about the music. There's nothing wrong with a good Christian gospel song. However, there is something wrong when the song refuses to change the inner man and refuses to truly 
call on the Holy Spirit to come and visit those who are hearing and singing this song. Praise unto God. Worship unto God. Refusing to do that, but instead they want you to get into your own whack emotions. Your your fiddly emotions, flicky, they it's just here and there. They rather for you to get emotional about a song instead of having the Holy Spirit grab a hold of you. There are churches, man, their their praise and worship team are, I mean, I'm talking about they will blow the roof off of any building, but God is not with them. Let's not forget Satan, also known as Lucifer, also known as a morning star, that's little jab at a specific place number one thing he was doing in heaven was music he was a musician that was his forte the father of lies destruction killing he only comes to still kill and destroy very very gorgeous angel people want to mix him up saying that this thing is completely ugly no he was a gorgeous angel he can transform himself into a angel of light it's not saying he is but he can transform because he once was and his forte was music so why not go to the thing you know best when you're trying to manipulate the masses music and now there's a church and they're having this special because Hollywood, like I said, they can't get enough of attacking Christianity at every, every second that they can get. So they want to do a special on Hillsong about how the pastor, sexual immorality, sleeping with women, cheating on his wife and his kids, and the kids were doing cover-ups for the pastor, and all of this just stuff, disturbing things. And... Hollywood will use this, you can mark this down, will use this saying these are the people who are going to preach morality and they act like this. You better be careful. You better be careful. You who are rich, thinking you have wealth, thinking you can go around wearing your wonderful garments, dressing like your kings and queens, driving around in these expensive cars saying, look, oh, how God has blessed me. But little do you realize that your gift was given to you by the devil because you didn't realize you gave him your soul and he will make it look very pretty on the outside. When you are dying within. And you are moving further and further away from God. To the point to where eventually he has enough. And strikes you down and burns you to a crisp. Ashes upon ashes. This is what's coming to the United States. I am trying to warn you. Everyone who hears my voice, I am trying to warn you. 
myself included. I'm no saint. I have my struggles, my issues. So this is a very, very striking thing for myself also. However, again, I humble myself and I repent daily. You are supposed to die to yourself daily. And I don't mean actually killing yourself, but bearing your sin and repenting every day. In the grave and waking up, rising a new creature every single day. Because every day, Satan will attack you. Every day, he will come at you. He won't stop because he knows his time is limited and he knows exactly where he's going to end up in. And when you are that type of pettiness, that type of petty, you want to bring down as many as you can. Let's not forget he did it in heaven. He took down a third of the angels with him. One third of the angels. And he was in heaven. What do you think he wants to do to just us humans on the face of the earth, make it look wonderful, beautiful, and pass out these little sayings, love is love, oh God is love, so love is love, so you must love, you must just love everybody, oh and why you love, give out some motivational, because people are feeling sad, and down, and they just want to be, they just want to pick me up, for the week, so they can get through another week, and as they go through another week, they can keep doing the sin that keeps them depressed and down. And eventually, it ends tragic. Again, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He created lies. He created manipulation. Everyone thinks God creates everything. No, he does not. Sorry to break it to you, but he does not. God did not create lies. That was created by Satan. So understand something. Understand, pastors, you preachers, priests, bishops, deacons, ushers, praise and worship leaders, even congregation, ones in these congregations. Understand, many will be led astray because, because of the refusal to truly hear God's word. You see, we think we are strong because of our wealth. That's where we put all of our power. And because of that, we think we can do whatever we want. However, when the Bible says, be strong in the Lord, not your riches, not your wealth, but be strong in the Lord. With your body, soul, mind, and spirit. Because if you are not, if you are not strong in all four phases, and just weak in any phase, Satan and his, what you would call his minions, his demons, and the people who follow him will infiltrate you. And they will steer you astray and then start pulling you away from God's word. This is what will happen. And, and, and to keep this going, this is what has happened in the church. And furthermore, in our country at the very top. 
this past weekend. We had at the nation's capital, at the White House, Joe Biden, his wife, they had what they call Pride Month or Pride Celebration or whatever it was, where they invited all the homosexuality things you can think of, all the immoral sexual things you can think of. They brought that to the capital of our nation. And as I think of this, I am reminded in the Bible of a story. This story deals with the son of King Nebuchadnezzar when he became king. This would be King Belshazzar. And this king also had a wild party in their nation's capital. It was, you know, where the king lived, his 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 castle, his palace, and it was a, if you go through it, you will get the understanding that this was a very sexual and moral party. Because he had all his wives, all his concubines, and all these women, and all these men, and all his servants, and they were indulging themselves in alcohol and everything like that. And right now you might be asking yourself, what does this have to do with what happened at the White House? Well, what happened at the White House was also a celebration, a party. And at this party at the White House with Joe Biden, there were people, transgenders or whatever, strippers and all of that stuff on the South Lawn of the White House and children were also there. And with all of these people there, there was particulars, some individuals who decided to bear their naked parts, thinking that it was appropriate. And Joe Biden even went on to shake their hands, him and his wife to shake their hands. These were the same people who decided to show their naked body parts and then recorded saying that they are topless and whatever at the White House. Now, the White House did come out and say this person who, who did all of this, they will never be back invited. They, were, they are banned from coming to the White House. So kudos to that part at the very end when they realized that this happened, even though I'm pretty sure they knew it happened, especially because the president was right there watching the whole thing. And they did not stop it in the midst of it. They let it happen. And then after the fact, when people got word of this and started seeing the videos, then they decided, oh, we got to do something about this. We have a immoral issue that has infiltrated our government. And the reason it's infiltrated, dare I say, the reason it has infiltrated our government is because it's also infiltrated the church. The church allowed it to come inside of its doors and they condone it because they let it happen. Because it would have made the pastor and some people in the congregation feel a little uncomfortable. They would have lost members of the church. And so, as the church goes, so does the country. And so now the country is acting like what the church has been acting like. And now we have this immoralness inside our government. 
inside every nick and cranny of everything we do because the church sat back and said nothing. Because all the church wanted to do was talk about prosperity. Talk about get as much money as you can. Get as much money that everyone will give you. Be rich because that's what God wants you to be is rich on earth. Even though there is no verse in the Bible that says that. Be strong in the Lord, not be strong in your wallet. But let me go back to the story in the Bible with King Belshazzar. Because when he had this party, God's hand, a hand appears and starts writing on the wall. And the king had no clue what these writings meant. So eventually, after he called all his 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 witches, his his soothsayers, his his astrologies, his astrologers, and all of that junk. Whatever I know, I'm butchering some of these words. But after he gets a hold of all of them, and they can't figure it out, finally, his wife, the actual queen, says, "Go get Daniel because Daniel was with your father, and he helped your father out in a lot of ways, and he is a wise man." And he will be able to figure out this, what this means, this writing on the wall. And so Daniel comes and sees it, and he interprets it. And in short, he says the writing on the wall means this. God himself has numbered the days of this kingdom, and it is finished. Not only that, but he has weighed in the balance and found wanting. Not only that, but he will divide the kingdom into two and give it to your enemies. You can find this story in Daniel chapter 5. Read the whole thing. You'll find it. And... I will tell you, I, I actually, I guess I need everybody who is listening to actually go and read this. And you will see some similarities that are going on right now. So what does all of that mean? What did all of that mean? It means that because of the sexual immorality that this king was having, and not only that, if you read the whole story, you will know that the king the son of King Nebuchadnezzar, who is now king, he saw and knew what happens when you do not listen to God because he saw his father. So he knew who God was, who God is. He knows him, but he rejected him and then mocked him, even though he saw what mocking God will do to you. Because he saw his father. But he still did it anyways. And then he doubled down and had some sexual immorality inside the castle. And then took things that were precious to God and to his people. Hijacked them and turned it into some immoral sexual thing. Does that sound familiar? Like the rainbow? 
And so God wrote on God wrote on the wall. And Daniel said, in short, because you have done these things and you knew better, you knew better. This nation will be split and given to the your and be given to the enemies of you. This kingdom is done. It's finished. I've waited in the balances. I waited in the scales. And it's no longer equal. It's sins. The sins of its leaders outweigh the good that comes out of this kingdom. And because of its imbalance, because of the sins being overwhelming, this kingdom is finished. And then within that night, King Belshazzar dies. He was actually killed. And then that kingdom fell into the hands of the Persians and the Medes. So as you can see, we have a president who says he is a Catholic, even though his actions don't show it. He mocks everything that deals with the Catholics, basically, he, he does. He mocks everything that deals with Christianity. And then he himself goes in hand in hand and grabs the hand of sexual immorality and hijacks something that is precious to God, as in the rainbow, and makes it a sexual immoral sign. He also has a sexual and moral party on the South Lawn of the White House because it's Pride Month for the gay and homosexual and the sodomized movement. And then he wants to go on like business is normal. As you can see, the warnings have been there. I started this episode talking about the church that was struck by lightning, burned to a crisp, saying that these are warnings from the hand of God. And yet we double down and have these parties of immoral, immorality. And we want to continue to double down and say, like this pastor of that church said, that wasn't God. God doesn't, he doesn't destroy things like that. That's not what he does. That pastor doesn't read his Bible. How much more, how much more do you think God will allow before he splits this country into two? So I ask you, is there hope for this country? That is the question. And to give you that answer, I'm going to go ahead and finish reading what I was reading earlier in this episode. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down 
with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So there is hope. There is a silver lining for those who take notice, seize the warnings, acknowledges that there is corruption at the very top, that it's been infiltrated with evil to the core, and then they stop in their midst, turn to God, and then they repent. Because they hear Jesus Christ himself knocking at the door saying, stop what you are doing. Return to the Father. Return to me, and I will save you. But you have to understand at this point, because as I go through this, and I, I could be wrong on this part, but as I go through this, I see something very startling. He's no longer saying he's going to save the church as a whole because how far it has fallen. He no longer says he's going to save the country as a whole because it's how far the leaders have fallen. However, he is saying he will save the individuals. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But this tells me that he is here trying saying I'm knocking now on everybody's door so I can save these individuals because this land this building, what we call a church, what we call a country, it has to go. But I can and I will save the people inside. Just like the church that got burnt up to a crisp. No one died. Just the building went down in flames. Everyone made it out of the church safely because it was a warning of the judgment that is coming. And when the judgment comes, then people will die. But before that happens, Jesus Christ is knocking, saying, turn back to me. Saying to the church, turn back to me. Come back to me. Saying to the leaders of this country, come back to me and do away with this filthy, immoral practices. God cannot be in the same place with evil. God will destroy anything that is evil. And as a people, we can hold on to these possessions and get destroyed with it, or we can let them go and just let God destroy those type of possessions. God is saying, I'm giving you a warning. I will destroy this entire land. He is giving us this warning, like the church. And he is saying, I can either save you, you will have no land, but you will have your life, or you will have no life and no land. People don't realize that there is this side to God. Because we have mocked him, we have disobeyed him, we have rejected him, and to make it even worse, we have accepted evil and called evil the God of this country and the church. 
He is saying turn back for at least you will keep your lives and you will live. Look at the signs, understand them, know what's coming and repent because the writing is on the wall. Thank you for listening to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Go ahead and go to A3S2 The Island. Again, that's A3S2 The Island on Rumble. And there you can see my awesome face. You can also find me at As The Island on Twitter. That is AS The Island on Twitter. And you'll see a lot of stories and everything. You know, contact me. Go ahead and communicate with me. Let's have a nice conversation there. I do answer back. And if you want to catch up on every previous episode, just go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. Again, that's rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. And you can catch up on every episode that I've done. Again, I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to The Island Podcast.